0: i like that should we keep that as the official <laughs> song dope. yeah, yeah that that's, dope. that's tony b that's another local local artist dj uh what's the song called moonlight dreams mm, yeah. that's good shit so check that out if you guys like that welcome to the second episode guys uh we have Mike mitri nelson Ch-ch-ch-ch. how you guys doing today good man how you doing man i'm doing pretty good i'm pretty excited to have you all on man um i think the main reason i wanted to have you guys on is talk about the fredericksburg scene and um but first, before that, let's get to know each other, you know what I mean? Um, you're a rapper and musician, yep. uh, and you're a business owner and artist. You own Vibes & Paint. Can you tell us about Vibes & Paint? I don't really know that much about what you're doing with that.
1: So if you've ever heard of um, like the whole Paint Sip thing, yeah, um, we do that times 12. Okay. DJ, food, concession vendors, giveaways, silent auctions. Um, it's kind of like a just a huge event around the idea of paint and sips. Now we don't just do paint and sips. We do like regular events as well, like uh birthday parties. Um, bar mitzvahs. Man, we do everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything. yeah, yeah. We want to be the best entertainment company in the area, to be honest.
0: That's pretty cool, man. So y'all are doing a little bit of everything. It's not just a a, a paint and sip. Yep. Man, I'm going to have to come check that out. That sounds, that sounds pretty it's fun, man. You'd be surprised. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like a like a happening, you know what I mean? It's not a... Typically, when you think of those things, it's like basic white women going out and drinking wine and painting. Like
1: <laughs> That's the demographic.
0: Some stenciled art that was already ready for them when they got there, and they right. just do color by numbers or whatever. Two glasses of wine, and boom, that's the night. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're doing a whole interactive
1: experience and kind of like a little party, man. Yeah, Everybody hey, man. get together and paint and shit our uh our quote is this a movie <laughs> yeah. okay. every event is literally like a movie we always have a videographer on deck just to capture it because it's always a very good time oh yeah that's dope i
0: dig that man i think i have to come out to
1: your next one love you too, man both you guys for real yeah, yeah and yeah. we do performances bro so we shoot some point in time hell yeah, yeah.
2: okay okay yeah, that's dope mm. i'm down yeah
0: yeah Anytime. i'm definitely down too
1: so you said the next one is uh, ugly Sweater Party, December 21st at the spot of 445 Jefferson Davis Highway, literally right across from JM. Um, a lot of people miss it, but it's literally right between the pawn shop and Papa John's. It's like a little venue space. Okay,
0: okay. Oh, sure. A lot
1: of space in there, man. A lot there. of space. Yes, yeah, right. okay. I know exactly where you're talking like about. Like you said, man, it's a lot of potential out here. Like, we got venue Damn. spaces, artists, comedians, rappers. That's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted to have you guys on, man, because it's like
0: we have all this space but how do we get people there right you know right. um how do we get the word out that that all this stuff is going because facebook and stuff like that can only carry us but so hard um walking out handing out flyers can only help us but so hard right. there's so many people around here i hate to think that they'd just rather be at a regular bar just talking to each other i mean there's nothing wrong with being at a bar talking to each other talking to each other have a conversation but it's like man you think you'd want to go do an event You know, come down to the Nappy Roots concert at, you know, that was, that was disheartening, man. Nappy Roots came down to, um, what is it? Dominion Raceway. Dominion Raceway and nobody showed up. It
2: it was not well. to be fair, that was a lot on Nappy Roots themselves. They didn't start promoting the show until like a week before the show. So no disrespect to those guys or anything, but the whole promotion scheme was just kind of messed up in that whole show. You kind
1: of know better. When yeah
0: stuff like that yeah so it's like so i think that's a lesson that we have to take from that right there is that as artists that it's a two-way street you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's not it doesn't just all fall on the artist, and it doesn't just all fall on the venue yeah you know we gotta both be pushing this yeah. um
2: because like me and for that show man me and zai we should we sold out all our tickets that we had to sell with like with the mo- majority of that crowd that was there that night was there just for us
0: yeah i remember you telling me that too yeah and you could feel that vibe when it was going on because there was more people to watch Zai and to watch you than it was to watch Nappy. It seemed like a lot of people yeah. left. Zai is really good, man.
2: Yeah, he is fucking really good. Shout out Zai young. young. If you don't know, go check that motherfucker out. He's one of the dopest MCs in
0: Fredericksburg area. There's a lot of talent around here, man. There, there's so much talent around here, and I feel like it's just not being tapped into correctly. Right. And there's That a-
2: too, man, and to be honest, I'm, like some... one of of the biggest problems with the whole trying to do shows and put things together is like a lot of people say that they're about this stuff a lot of people come and talk to you and be like yeah i want to be this or i want to be that and then when you tell them what they got to do to make it happen that's when things start getting like ah i might make it i don't know if i can it's like if you're if you actually want to be an artist in any facet of life, you gotta you gotta invest in yourself, and you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta pursue it. You can't just think that you're gonna just sit there, and make a few songs, or even make a painting, and just think that you're gonna fucking blow up out of nowhere like, because somebody just randomly found you. You Ain't Justin Bieber, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate I to guess. say it, but right. it, it, you actually ha- it takes a lot more work than mm-hmm. a lot of people are willing to do, and that's sad. But I don't know. There's a, also that being said, there's also a lot of artists in this town that have that dedication and have that drive.
0: There is. That's why I brought you guys on. Cause I see that I- I've never even met you before. And I can see that through your posts and-, and-, and through your pictures and stuff. I mean, hell the
1: picture, is that all your paintings for the, uh, uh, bruh, it's crazy cause I'm- I know I've painted more than 350, 400 paintings. Um, I probably only got like 11 in my inventory really that's that's good though that's That's awesome i saw a mural you did the other day too where was that mural at germantown maryland oh yeah Yeah, i got some family in dc and um they reached out to a friend um i got everybody i know pushing my agenda like i'm in dms like hey you there go ahead and tell that person that i paint so um they basically spread the word and um i got the gig went out there and knocked that thing out in three days man that's another big thing that it takes too is
0: supportive friends and family that um it, all it takes is to share a post or to just to put a, a word in somebody's ear right. that um you know that
2: too and getting out there and actually meeting new people because people you don't know will go harder for you than anybody right. else out there that's yeah, crazy network you're right bro yeah it's like right. it's, it's i don't know it's like it's almost like the people that know you are like okay you've been doing this we've known you've been doing this we support you but like come on man like we can't be there all the time so right but it's those fucking i don't know i in my field anyway i've I've noticed that like people that i've just met doing shows in different places have gone harder for me like sharing my music sharing my shows and stuff like that than almost anybody and i'm fucking thankful for that for all you people that support me and help me do what i'm doing
0: that's how i feel too i mean you've been in the not group uh, on facebook that i have for a while i just brought you in it the other day but i have such a huge following of people from all over the country i've never met before and people overseas shout out europe man (laughs) yeah yeah over all around the world that um support the fuck out of my crazy ass for what reason i'm not totally sure of but it means a lot man and you're right those are those people go harder for me than anybody that i actually know and have actually met in my life and it's it's strange i want to go back to something you said the justin bieber thing <laughs> um i feel like a, another problem that we have with people wanting to put in the work and stay consistent and commit and pay to play to do what we want to do is this instagram youtube society that we live in of instant fame all um, right and and people just going viral out of nowhere right. um so when that doesn't happen for certain people it's discouraging it's discouraging and they give up um or they see someone stupid like me with all these people that keep supporting me and they don't understand why right and they get discouraged when they don't have it um but I think it's just about staying committed and putting in the work, man, and, and understanding that um, you're not going to get famous overnight. Right. Even Justin Bieber didn't get famous overnight. No, it just he put seemed in like a that. Lot of work, he put in a lot dude. of work. You know what I mean? Everybody has uh-huh. to. It's, it's like with anything, you, you don't just magically know how to ride a bike. And even once you learn how to ride it, you don't know how to hit jumps or ride wheelies. It's a discipline. That's a skill. That's something Mm -hmm. you have to teach yourself and keep working at. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to stay home on Friday nights and work on your paintings or work on your poetry or work on your comedy.
3: Right.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I want to light a fire under people because I I just know there's something special in this town that, and, and not just this town, but everybody that, you know, we were just talking about all around that people have so much potential man and they they don't give themselves enough credit so they frustrating yeah Mm. and it is frustrating because it's like i want more for you
2: that too and sometimes man you see the most talented people get discouraged like that and just give up when they're they're just so good and they like don't even realize it right it's fucking i know a few artists like that man
0: have you guys that, ever had that
2: if like y'all that? are watching that, I ain't gonna drop your names, but you need to put that <laughs> music out I've been telling you to put out
1: Shastard.
0: yeah yeah though <laughs> um, no, that's the same with the uh, uh my local my fellow comedians is I've really been like guys like a lot like you have potential not just you but this scene has potential mm-hmm. and if if we can get people in the doors and keep going to shows and keep honing your craft' well, you'll be good. You have a future in this if you want it. Now we may not all be Netflix and HBO potential, but we still have potential to make a living wage and have fun in life making money. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um you know I'm fucking acid freak. I hate money and (laughs) ego and shit like that. But at the end of the day, I understand that. It's a ne- it's it's just something that I have to succumb to in right. this world. You know what I mean. I have to work. You and I talk about that all the time. We have to go do. Uh, what what do you do for a living, Mitri? I'm an artist. You're a full time artist. Full time. So when'd you stop
1: clocking in for somebody else? Um, 2017 in in April, I quit uh, wine and design, and that was another painting sip. Um, I basically I stayed there for about a year and a half, maybe two. Okay. and um it was kind of a, a give 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 get situation um they right. needed someone to be entertaining to be right. fun to bring people in that was me um and i needed somewhere to you know kind of brush my skills up have a place to paint in the studio yeah. so i was there about a year and a half and um i don't know after, i, I always sell my artwork on the side and that kind of got to the point where it wasn't just paying gas money i could pay some bills with it right. um, and after That's a while i was shit. watched enough youtube videos to where i was like yo i'm start telling people i'm bald Shit myself, yeah. Yeah. literally so um after a while i started to um, i started to just jump into i started to go to art shows in dc and richmond and i just kind of built my brain and once i built the brand behind my name people kind of built into me it took them a while and one thing i always try to remind myself and it's like one of my favorite quotes from uh, my man evan it's my brother before god um he will always say, you are the money bag. And to us, that means like, bro, don't let anybody deter you from what you're doing. Like, whatever you're rapping about, right. if if P. Diddy pull up to you right now and is like, yo, you're my favorite rapper, but I want you to change these two words in your last song, fuck Diddy. Yeah, yeah, You're it. the money bag, bro. That's facts. You are the money bag. That's to thine facts. own
0: self be true. I, I really try to live by that, too, because I have people that, in the comedy that, Everyone's got a different perspective, man. Everybody's got a different story to tell, and everybody's got styles and techniques that works for them. You know, I'm sure you've had people tell you that you should rap a certain way or oh, yeah. flow a certain way, and it's like, take that shit with a grain of salt, man. Or
2: tell you you need to wear something different. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, I'm sorry. Y'all can do what you want. It's cool, but I'm not here for an image. I'm just, it's just me, and it's always going to be what you see. Right. It's what you get. Yeah, <laughs> like, And
0: you're... But that's remaining true to yourself, and that's how you go on stage comfortable and deliver what you deliver the way that you do. Have
2: fun, most importantly. Yeah, man. At the end of the day, man. At the end of the day, that's what I do it for. Like, cause I don't know. Once you've had uh, a tougher life and shit, like you get to a certain point where it's just like you want to enjoy yourself more and not be so fucking down about things that are going on and it's like that little bit of escape while you're up there giving people your feelings and emotions and shit like that it's like that's the best feeling you can get in the yeah.
0: world yeah no i totally agree um
2: and i'm a junkie for that
0: shit like, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i love making people laugh man that's like that's my fun that's when i'm having fun and, and the same for you i, I love to paint at That's something I do often when I'm having like, um, like a writer's block or something. And I showed you my favorite artists the other day, Dolly and Ralph Steadman. I love splatter, like just release that. It's, I think that's another thing too, that as creatives, we should learn to do is dive into other little creative things and use that as an outlet to break from what you're doing and, and change your perspective a little bit. I don't know. Yep.
1: It's a damn good go.
0: Yeah. Like, I write poetry. I, I I do paintings, but I'm not trying to get rich off that shit. He fancies
2: right? himself a poet. <laughs> <laughs> he reckons
0: himself a poet. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but I, I get what you're saying, too, Mike, about having – coming up from, like, hardship and kind of a hard life and – Man, I don't want that anymore. I'm, t- I'm sick of suffering. You know, I wanna... it,
2: man, life's too short. You gotta fucking enjoy this shit. We're all stuck here on this fucking, rock, yeah. So you might as well fucking enjoy it.
0: And nobody knows why. So why <laughs> are we taking everything <laughs> so goddamn seriously all the time? It's like have fun, right? You know, buy a van, smoke crack. You know. <laughs> no, no, no. do not <laughs> do that. that. People were farming our
1: world for gold.
0: What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> what do you say? The Anunnaki are farming us for gold? Yo, yeah, man. I wouldn't doubt it. Escape the soul person. I hear what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down, EK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I think we should bring Mitri to the mountains next time we go. Oh, yeah, you're welcome, shits, yo, I'm fully with the shits, man. I'm a creative, so you can only imagine what type of... Yeah, man. I spent about four years just, uh, I would say, trying to figure myself out and finger quotations. And yeah, did a lot of... Yo, we're in the YouTube era. Like... Yeah. I spent, what, about eight hours a day on YouTube at points? Just learning random stuff. I don't know, you trying to get the gold from... <laughs> <laughs> all that, man. So, yeah, Damn, we're up top. <laughs> to the mountains we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. It's like... Nobody knows. You like to think, you know, because you're arrogant. Um, right. But... Yeah, it's just you go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, dog. Man, I dig you. Yeah, we're definitely going <laughs> to go to the mountains. Did you go to college? Um I went to Norfolk State for 1 year and I had way too much fun, bro. <laughs> I, had, I had way too much fun. I also went to the Art Institute of Washington. Um I didn't stay long. Um it was just too uniform for me. Right. Way too uniform. Um I feel like it was that's a not very... something you could really teach art. Right. Right. And I'm not going to lie like um I didn't learn how to really be as creative as I could be till I just was like, Yo, "Let me just paint some shit." And right. Just mm-hmm. try this shit out. And
0: really just let nice. it flow, yeah, man. right? Now that's really inspiring though that you're you're doing it full time, um, and it's cool how this is something I always try to tell people too. Like, like we have a friend who's a DJ, and I've been trying to help him like try to do stage work, try to wiggle your way into that realm as with a job. You know what I mean? Like, like how you did with the wine and paint, and then you you adapted with that. You you learned from that how to how to kind of run that business. And then you adapted your own style to it and made it your own and fucking ran with it. Right. And now you're not, you answer to you, yeah. you know, and that's, and fucking that's beautiful. Everything. that's Jesus. that's what we all
2: I keep my work scared. Cause I keep telling them, like, look, as soon as soon as I can just make enough to make what I'm making now, I'm gone. Now, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Now, my work's the same way. They know it's a means to an end that, I, you know, in spring, when, when the van is ready that I'm gone, you know, I'm, I'm going to go. But it's, uh, that doesn't make me better than, you know, what I'm doing. It just means while I'm here, I need to make the most of it. I need to learn everything that I can. I need to strengthen my work ethic. What Whatever it is. what There's just, I don't know, man. There, there's so much you can take from practical things and apply to philosophy. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I like Buddhism a lot. And... Um, <laughs> I like to smoke Buddha and uh, study the Buddha, Buddha land. Shout out to our friends, internal dynamics. Oh, guys, uh, get Dianetics. It's a great book. You're going to love it.
1: Wow.
0: Wow. <laughs> My good friend L. Ron Hubbard wrote it. You're going to love it. Oh man, it's L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> My
1: God, yo. Well, do you like L. Ron Hubbard? It's um, an interesting character, right? As a creative, you understand people's crazy. Yeah. You understand why they try the things that they try. Like, I I, I understand Kanye. I understand Elron Ron Hubbard. You know right, what I'm saying? You, yo. you, you get to understand people being a creative. So it's like, damn, bro, like you did that off of being like a cartoon novelist. Like, okay. Okay. Anything is possible. So I wouldn't jump and say I like him. I wouldn't say that I don't like the man. His ideas I do not follow. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> I do not follow. <laughs> there's a certain something about
0: that you just almost kind of have to respect. Right. It's um. like,
1: the chaotic magic. It just yeah, blows yeah. your mind, bro. It blows yeah, your mind.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um it kind of fucked with me when I found out because I like Crowley. And uh, when I found out that Crowley was friends with L. Ron Hubbard, it just kind of like tainted that a little uh, bit it more. Made me. Sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's the same thing as wine and paint. It's like oh there's still some concepts that of yours that I kind of agree with and that I'll adapt to my own. But my intent is my intent, and I I vibrate on a different frequency than right. you do. You know, um, I'm not into dark <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about spreading love for me, man. Uh, but no, the the Buddhism thing at work, I've just been trying to. <clears> the <throat> work is play. I've I, I stopped calling it work. It's play. It's play. It's play. And um, I just realized that every day, every you know i do tree work so every time i start the saw every time i throw a log on my shoulder that's another piece of the van that's getting built that's another person that i get to go meet that's another laugh that i get to create it's all a part of the ultimate thing um and i think when a lot of people if if a lot of other people can- now what works for me works for me it works for you works for you but i really think that's a concept that would help a lot of people if they could uh use it to their advantage i right, agree where- <laughs> and then learn how to take those practical things, those that work ethic from tree work and having to grind that shit out all day. Or you, you know, um, you run heavy machinery. Mm-hmm. You're up at four o'clock in the morning. Every morning. Every morning to get ready for work and shit. Mm-hmm. You, it, it takes a certain self-discipline, a willpower, and it teaches yourself a work ethic that mm-hmm. when it's time to do the thing that's fun for me, I'm going to apply this to that. Right. Um, and work even harder. Right. <laughs> but i think more people that if they do want to be creative they want to be painters they want to be comedians they want to be rappers or whatever try to get a job at vibes and paint try to get a or not vibes and paint but you know what i'm talking about the, yeah like um, a
1: a wine and design, a wine and like design.
0: A... Um, try to get a job at a at a recording studio or a fucking club that does music often okay. try to get a job at a comedy club serving Anything like that, just to get your foot in the door, and keep your face around and, and you, you around that more p-
2: volunteers around here. <laughs>
0: hey guys, you heard? It. Um, if you're interested in doing podcasts, <laughs> FXBG Radio is looking for interns. So hit them up. <laughs> Put these to work, man. I need I need a Jamie for my podcast. So <laughs> if I, you know, we'll smoke crack. I no. <laughs> <laughs> won't do that. <laughs> uh, Also, I'd like to say that the opinions of uh, me and my fellow (laughs) guest here are uh, not of FXB public radio. They are of our own minds. (laughs) Nobody told us to say this shit. (laughs) It's weird, though, because I don't know. Where do you think your influence comes from? Where does thought come from? Where does influence come from? I think Fredericksburg has this creative energy and has a certain energy about the town. Um that sparks people. Certain people don't understand it. Certain people don't commit to it like we talked about, but how do we use that as
1: influence, uh, in our own work? That's a good question, man. Um, one thing that I do know is that we're connected. Um, us creatives in the Fredericksburg area, we're, create, we're connected, because, I mean, I, I swear i seen you at a show. I don't doubt it. Um, expression sessions or something yep, like that. Yep, yeah, yeah, man. And I swear I was like, shout, I out, shout out
2: to Mika. Shout out to
1: Mika, yo. my <laughs> point exactly, bro, like, we're literally connected. We're going to events with each other. Right. I'm, I'm passing you at Wawa. You at a 7-Eleven. Right. I'm thinking about, you know what I'm saying, creating, and you're thinking about creating at the same time. So it's kind of like, a, it's kind of like everybody's on the same wave. It's just not that, you know, like, we're not, connecting like we should. Is there We're, a lack of communication, yeah. I guess? I think that's something? what it is, man. I mean, we already know what time we live in. Like everybody, I mean, what, what they're trying to do is divide us anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sorry, did you say something? <laughs> right. Our phones as well. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. Everybody. So like you
0: said, the times it's so divided. Everybody's so locked in their own little life, but their phones too and shit. It's, um, a refusal to talk to each other. Yeah. Right yeah. The social media has made us less social. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Big wow. Um, But no, I've seen you before at a comedy show. Uh, Zoom Coleman has has hosted, shout out Zoom. Shout out Zoom. At um, Central Station. And shout out to Mr. Nikotakis. People around town can say what they want about Jim Nikotakis. The owner, right? Yes, that's the owner of Central Station, Spirits, Bourbon Room, Grapevine. Um, You know, say what you want about the man, but he does nothing but supply. He has supplied a lot of stage time and a lot of opportunities for a lot of artists in this town. Um, and I think that's one thing that people forget about him and mm-hmm. um, those establishments. Right. And
2: that's who, man. And one of the things, at least in hip hop, in our area, it, which we're—it's getting way better—is uh, like a lot of the venues they don't want to—they don't want to take the chance on us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you know how it is. Motherfuckers are drinking, and we, to be completely <coughs> honest, when you're a rapper. Most of the time everybody that's gonna be rapping, everybody's gonna be talking their shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like sometimes it does get kinda out of hand. I've been at a few shows that have gotten out of hand and a lot of venues don't wanna fucking they don't wanna take risk a chance that. on yeah, that right. because they're they're gonna be fucking liable for having that show if something happens that's bad. So it's like but it is getting a lot better. We've we've made some move I was lucky to let get Jim to let me do shows there. Yeah. But uh So but how do we curb it's changing? That? Well, doing what we're doing keep doing shows keep keep getting people to come out that aren't yeah. there that are there to support and have fun not right. there to
0: just start trouble
2: yeah to start not even to start trouble not even that just don't come to be hard like none of us are yeah. we're all trying to make it you and know also we I'm live saying? in fredericksburg right but we're <laughs> we're all just trying to make it right so it's like there's no use like to we got to build it with love we can't if we're all hating on each other there ain't no way it's right. going to work out right.
0: right well i don't have to i don't have to shit on your empire to try and build mine right you know exactly. we could trade resources hey y'all want to do a podcast <laughs> right. you know what right. i mean like hey i i do these shows vibes and paint we have performances would you want to rap would you want to do comedy right. right exactly hey i want to put on an art show to benefit the homeless shelter can you help me with that mitri it's about you gotta cross promote and, and help each other, man. Um, mm-hmm. there has to be a certain level of self preservation, but it's not a selfish thing. It's yeah. realizing that, like you said, we're all one. Um, you just got a fellowship, man. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. There needs to be a certain creator's covenant or something. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think a lot of other people feel the way that we do too. It's just, they haven't heard anybody verbalize it. Um, on a broad enough scale, at least. Right. So I think it's important and, and good that we're doing that. Um, I've seen other people try to do stuff like this, but it then it does get hard when it's, you know, you got DJ Tony B and you got, um, you got Chubb and you got all these other DJs in town. That's like, um, what, 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 I can't think of the other guys, um, Casper and Dren, right? It's like, how do i push my show that i'm doing tonight and push your show too like how do we support each other right and people start getting competitive sometimes when it doesn't need to be um so everybody's
2: everybody's trying to eat man yeah yeah
0: yeah everybody's there's there's plenty of resources to go around exactly exactly because it's not like we live i mean Back when my dad grew up, it was a small town, but this is not a small town anymore. No, right. I mean, you drive in any direction, and it's suburbs on top of suburbs, townhouses on top. They're loading up with apartments over here by 95 and right. South Point. Uh, you work for... I build half of them. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're over here building half of these places. I mean, everywhere you look, walking around downtown, they're putting up the Riverside townhouses yeah, right there. They on that
2: whole block. They're about I'm interested to see what they're bringing there. I'm
0: interested to see what they put there, too. Right um but this is a town on the rise and we can't just let it be full of fucking subways and starbucks right. and shit mm-hmm. we need more katoras and we need more rec centers and we need more places like that that will you were talking about the rappers having trouble doing shows around here um we, we have two dear friends evil monster andy schuster uh-huh. and and our friend eric golden who are they really want to do edm music they want to play dubstep they want to play fucking dubstep and they have trouble doing it because of
2: yeah the town wants no part of dubstep the town wants no part no, of no none of the bars want any part of it like they got away with that rave last winter mm-hmm. where i met you the first time. yeah and um that's about it yeah like
0: and even that was very strict fire marshals were all over mm-hmm. it women weren't allowed to bring their purses in because the city you know gave the venue all these different. A list of what? things that we need you to yeah. make because, and
2: it—that's so another thing too with, mm-hmm. uh, like bringing in some bigger name artists. Oh, they will—they will reject them depending on what their music's about,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just
2: because they're like, we cannot take it. The city would not take a chance. Mm-hmm. On That's you crazy. doing this because it's, it's it's way bigger than just like the venue in itself. They got like repercussions to look at for their whole reputation and their name and shit. And you can right. understand that. Nobody right. wants to. You got you got a fucking 20, 30 year reputation that you're not trying to mess up. Right. Taking a chance on somebody. So I understand it. But so I think that oh, we're changing again, that. Like I said, we're yeah. fucking changing that.
0: Once again, that falls back on us to be yep. a little bit more responsible as consumers and as people attending these events to not if you're going to do drugs be a little halfway responsible right but it's like even if we're not having raves or metal shows you know that's another thing that we have trouble in town with is metal shows because mm-hmm. they don't want people moshing um yeah
1: because it's
0: technically illegal to mosh in right. virginia
1: really mm-hmm. yeah, it's the comma, whoa, bro.
2: yeah. <laughs> um it's like you can't beat the shit out of yourself in a pit with people. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, it just falls back on us, I think, to be a little bit more responsible as people going out. But it's like, even if you don't have raves, even if you don't have people moshing, guess what? Motherfuckers still know where to find cocaine and heroin. Right. I'd rather, I would rather take a tab of acid, than than buy a gram of coke, and snort my fucking life away. You know, um, I'm not gonna ask you guys to talk on that t- subject, but no, I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm very shameless, but but now had not a never,
2: long, now. a long, long spent way too much time drowning myself in cocaine, so it's like I don't know. That's just, you should write a song just, about stay it. Well. Stay <laughs> away, fuck <laughs> you, man. He's saying that because I just recorded a song the other day called "Nightmares" that. We're gonna, I'm gonna be shooting a video for, with uh, 17K Entertainment. Shout out Quade Dawkins and A. Waiter and everybody that's with 17K. Man, they fucking shoot dope ass videos, man. So if y'all need video work, go there. But uh, we're shooting a video for it on the 26th. I'm hoping to have it out by the new year. So uh,
0: keep your eyes out for that. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. I've been getting on you all summer about finishing. <laughs> Finish the fucking song, Mike. Um um <clears throat> but regardless of whether there's a rave or a mosh pit going on in town people are still going to be doing drugs irresponsibly and people are still going to be getting shit-faced drunk hell and yeah. fighting each other in town square hell yeah i can guarantee you, you
2: go to fredericksburg the fredericksburg hard times every friday and saturday at least one person's getting knocked out <laughs> yeah or oh, I mean, if last you. time I was there at a damn karaoke thing, his dude got slumped right in the middle, like right in the middle of the road, right <laughs> out front. I was like, God oh,
0: damn, karaoke night! Actually. Right, <laughs> karaoke is so <laughs> wild. Wow, the karaoke, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, every almost every time I'm downtown, you know, there's a a fight that happens in that little town square right there, yeah, in really a little right? marketplace. Yeah, that, that or like, like out by spirits.
2: Right, spirits is another place
0: i didn't really want to name drop any establishments but yes (laughs) (laughs) spirits and bourbon room sorry sorry jim you you can't help
2: people get drunk man yeah people and and, in jim's defense they're not inside spirits it just happens out front of spirits yes 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 no and the nice bouncers normally take care of any of them troublemakers
0: so the the bouncers (laughs) are very good about um weaning out the the shitheads man because we've been there a lot um I love you, Jim. Don't hate me. <laughs> I love Jim, too, despite what he might think about me. Uh, Jim, Jim and I had a little bit of a headbutt um, because... And, and I love him to death and respect him for that. He's been hosting comedy at at Central for a long time, for, for, for about a year now. And then um, they were doing open mics every other Thursday. And I was like, fuck this, we need more stage time. So one day when I was just walking around talking to people, getting to know new people, like we were talking about, I stumbled into the rec center and I started talking to the new owners. Uh, Melissa and Keith Anderson. They're great people. Yeah, they're dope. And they were very open about letting me do comedy there. And they've been very helpful with the promotion process as well. It's been a very much a two way street. Um But I think that when I did that, Jim thought I was kind of undermining him or trying to compete with his. And it wasn't. It was just creating another platform. Right. It was my I can't act like it's a total selfless act because I want the stage time, too. But my other comedians and myself need we need stage time. We need as much stage time as possible. If I want to be good, that's my canvas. I can't go buy that from Walmart or Michaels. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Right. That, too. And like you always
2: hear like. Joe Rogan reference. He's always talking about when he came up, there would be like three different comedy at three different places, and he would go right. hit every one of them each right. night. So it's not. And I've seen you do that. Yeah. Go from one. Go from the rec center and then go to another set at the at, gyms, at a gym at gym. Central so it's, station. It's not like you're not showing him love. It's just yeah. Going for stage time. And that's
0: something I wanted to show him too, because once that started happening, because that was uh, a couple weeks ago, I had a show on Thursday night, and every thursday night at central station we do open mic so i'm doing mine every other well there was a caravan of comedians that came up from richmond that came up from the city of richmond to fredericksburg to do comedy that's that's saying something man Uh because there was multiple venues for them to go perform right yeah and we're having that again this thursday on the 12th it'll be i'll be having my ugly sweater contest um open mic what you looking for over there big guy what's going on eric vibration it might just be mine Uh (laughs) okay (laughs) it might just be mine (laughs) but then we'll have um you know then we'll have the open mic at central station and that's two that's when i do that open mic at rec center and then i hit central station last time i did that i fucking killed at central station i uploaded that video on youtube and submitted it for comedy festivals that's how confident i was in my and i'm my biggest critic i'm my own biggest yeah, critic
2: i think we all are
0: yeah i was gonna ask what are, uh, how do you guys criticize yourselves are you your own
2: oh jesus fucking, <laughs> where i go i go i record with a guy <laughs> named teff
0: wesley he's probably one of the best uh fellow man. comedian of mine and Pete, actually noticed him in your picture the other day yeah
2: he's uh, he's he's uh, he's one of the dopest engineers in the uh in in our city he's got a does dope work but he he always gets on me because I'll be like, nah, man, I didn't like how that sounds. He's like, nah, it sounded dope, dude. Just let it go. And I'm like, really? And I was like, let me try it my way real quick. And then I'll just cancel out whatever. I just recorded the second time. I'm like, all right, man, I get it. I get it. Got to, most of the time, because you're a perfectionist, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to bars, because like when you're when you're rapping and stuff, it's it's a lot about like when you write a song you're also writing like a breath cadence like you you have to know when and where you can take your breaths and stuff and and sometimes when you record you know how it is once the fucking record button goes on anything it's it just becomes like a little bit harder for no reason yeah and like fucking so like I'll miss a breath cadence or some shit and it'll just come off not how I like it. So I I, I constantly make myself redo it, everything until it's like, I know, because I'm like, I know where I need to take this breath and that wasn't it, so we got to re-record it. Because it makes the rest of the recording
1: sound bad.
0: Right, right. What about you, Mitri?
1: Same, man. I mean, to be 100% honest, I know for a fact I'm my biggest critic as far as artwork. Um, I'm, I've never finished a painting. I never feel like I've completed right. it. It's always like, that's what they asked for. So I'm gonna just stop here. Because I'll literally spend a good 48 hours over a finished project because I just want it to be that perfect. But that goes back to that statement I said earlier, I'm, I'm I'm the money bag. So there'll be a painting where I'm just staring at it. Like, yo, I I don't know what it is. I don't know what what color scheme I did wrong or whatever it is, but I'm going to stop right here and I'm going to try something different. And a week later, someone will be like, yo, that's the best painting I've ever seen in my life like that piece of crap that i thought of a week ago somebody's like yo that is exactly what i envisioned that's what i like about art or something like they'll they'll enjoy it same with your music bro like like you'll miss that cadence but somebody will hear that track one day and be like yo i don't know what he did with his voice on that part but i like it right so it's it's kind of weird bro it's kind of weird because like we are our own critics but at the same time we're the creator as well right yeah right it's people tell me that too
0: When I criticize myself, I'm like, man, I should have said da da da. I meant to say, and they're like, Scott, nobody knows that you were supposed to say that except you. Exactly. Don't be so hard on yourself that you forgot one little line. Uh, Comedy's weird too, man, because it's like I have a cadence that I have to that I want to hit too. When I write jokes, it's like I'm not a musician, but I've had people tell me it's like tuning a, a guitar. Like I'm there's a certain verbiage or wording that I'm trying to find to. Have that flow to it. So it flows off my tongue correctly. But there's also a tone and a delivery with which I need to speak to to deliver each joke good. You've seen me deliver a joke in person and fucking. You know we were both cracking up walking home from 7-eleven
2: yeah they do it on stage and nobody gets and it. I, I, bomb, <laughs> yeah. I bomb sometimes horribly. i'm just like
0: maybe it's just the acid maybe was, maybe that joke wasn't
2: as good as it was but <laughs> at least i know it was good in that moment
0: right <laughs> my my acid trips are actually what inspired me to do comedy tripping with groups of friends and being that guy i, I don't know that's when i that's kind of what made me start wanting to do comedy uh, and, you know, obviously I have influences, too, like Chappelle, um, Richard Pryor is another favorite of mine. Um, as much as I wouldn't like to admit, I watched Dane Cook a lot when yeah, I was I younger. I Dane Cook, right? Like, Dane Cook gets a lot of hate, but, like, he's kind of funny. either, his energy you know what i mean or and rogan rogan's obviously one of my favorites i think a lot of people know that and joey diaz yeah um
2: and i think my favorite comedian of all time would be george carlin man george carlin man, he just yo, he i love george me. carlin <laughs> <laughs> he's like the best
0: i i love bill hicks too yeah, um and that's what hicks and carlin did with all trying to alter people's perspective and poke fun of the norm and society that's the type of shit I want to do. Yeah. But not on some, I want to be the next Carlin or I want to be the next Bill Hick. I want to be the first fucking Scott. Yeah, You know? exactly. Um, what's your advice to local, com- local artists, painters specifically, with getting their art out there? Because I have a lot of friends who are local artists who want to be painters. They love to paint. But man, the places, is... there's a lot of establishments in town that are classy as fuck. We cannot deny that. And those places love hanging art, and and have all kinds of local artists hang their art. Have you ever hung your art anywhere like that downtown? A um, couple places. Um, and how hard is that to do? What tips would you give local artists?
1: Um, first tip: stop being a little punk. To be a hundred percent honest, you're the money bag. Stop, yo, stop being a punk. To be hundred percent honest, we're in an era to where like is hot again. You know, like yeah. it's popping again. You can be an artist and make just as much money as bill gates off of being a creator off of being an illustrator off of being a painter off of being a rapper off, right. it's, it's literally the era to where if you're creative find your niche mm-hmm. somebody will pay you yeah a bunch of money so my first my first advice would just literally be stop being scared um and then after that use your outlets man it's literally like 101 ways for us to create Um, Like you said, there's places downtown that literally are like, yo, if you're an artist, come drop your art off. Some people ask for vendor's fees. Some people ask for you to have a vendor's license. But there's always a way. Always a way. There's always somebody that's like just waiting for you. Right, and that
2: that comes back to investing in yourself. Exactly. Exactly. You can't... you you can't if you gotta pay to play. You gotta invest time and the money. No, nothing in this world is free at all. Facts. Mm-hmm. So you can't. You're not gonna get any kind of promotion on what you do for free. I mean, you might get it from a few friends or whatever sharing, but not, nothing is free. So you gotta invest in yourself to whatever you're doing, or you're never gonna get out of there. Right. Right. You know right. what I mean? And you gotta build good rapport. Like if you don't have. Like, I mean, we're all a little crazy, you know what I'm saying? We're humans. We're, we're trapped in a, a planet. That we so, don't understand. Yeah, so, <laughs> so like, goddamn Stoner. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs>
0: you understand <laughs> we're all I crazy?
1: What I talking about? Uh, I think it, we were talking about um, basically advice for artists, rappers.
0: You're saying something about You got to understand we're all crazy. <laughs>
1: no.
0: And you just lost it. No, it was the thought, it was the thought <laughs> be before like like the that. The thought before that yeah I don't know man it was about getting our art out there about it's not being actually w- doing it yeah fact, that's what it was
2: commit commit investing in yourself and shit you yeah. know I don't know where I was going with that sorry guys
0: Sad a great though stoner <laughs> had a great build-up yeah, I was with you yeah. hell yeah man how shitty would that be if you had a coach like that the Super Bowl <laughs> he's like all right guys we're gonna go out there and fuck I lost it I sorry <laughs> guess we're gonna lose we'll probably lose right <laughs> Yeah, terrible. <laughs> um, I have a problem with. I get too zealous and passionate about shit like that when I try to pump people up, and I feel like sometimes I start to come off as a dick. It stops going from. No, you
2: just already are. I'm already a dick. Okay.
0: I thought just that. Just kidding. Scott is not a dick. <laughs> that's very confusing because this is not a podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> people exactly. are like what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm just passionate about it, though, man. But I, I need to realize to be more from a love space, and but I don't know. It does take a little bit of tough love sometimes and light a fire under people's asses. That's what I told both of you guys about this podcast and about doing this. Is I want to light a fire under. Now, obviously, everybody can't be a creator. If we had a world yeah. full of painters and poets, well, who's the fuck's gonna build a house? Right, I, I need a, I need somebody to do my plumbing, dude. Right. Farmers, like exactly that, man agriculture is, I feel like a lot of people in our society, in our current society, don't realize how important agriculture right. is okay. and that if we don't have people, if it
2: stops, we all, die. we're exactly. done, we're done, we all die. Well, the ones that don't know how to harvest their own food die. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Now, I, I think it's important to do, to have like your own personal garden, but I also think it's really important to support large agriculture on large scales large farms but yeah definitely your own personal like vegetable garden and stuff and know how to even people in cities build gardens on the rooftops and what, shit my... man we have community oh. gardens in, in downtown Fredericksburg. Right. like there's all sorts of resources oh, the, for the
1: greens isn't there something like that mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah the greens yep one of my favorite places in town actually <laughs> i just went fascinated. there the other day <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which
2: whoever whoever put the greens together i need to talk to you so yeah if anybody <laughs>
0: knows who built the greens <laughs> i'd just like to ask a few questions uh, we have some questions <laughs> about your intent
2: <laughs> there's that big sun wheel just for we don't care about everything else there it's just a big sun wheel you got in the back i just want to know what's up with that thing for Real? who made it's, it it's cool
1: as shit it's I think it's.
2: <laughs> There's like, I have you ever been out. to it?
1: I, I had an, ev- I mean, I went to an event there, but I, I I'm like, what
2: is? Okay, about? you know how when you go to the events, you go down behind the ho- the flower house, right? And as you're coming up into the backyard or like into the back around the place to the field, right to your right is like this giant rock, sunwheel looking thing. It's got three big rocks right in the middle of it, and then it's got a bunch of lines coming off of it, and it's a big circle.
0: It's a sunwheel that somebody built. That's yeah, I don't know if it's a sun wheel. That's why I want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, out, it's a something. Um, but it does have an energy about it. Yeah. When you walk up on it, it, and, it, it also might be the LSD. <laughs> but I, I went there the other day sober after I did flyers on Saturday before the parade. And it still, still has that, that. There's something about just talking about it gives me a little. <laughs> <He> um, <believes. laughs> there in the garden at the apothecary. Um, we have a apothecary in town. it's like the uh colonial it's right there on yeah. Caroline Street mm-hmm. to the left to the left by oh, the church so
2: yep. with the big long porch
0: yep, yep um I love going there to meditate. There's all kinds of um plants back there, and they have all their like 1800s usages and what they would do with them and stuff. There's all kinds of cool shit like this down. the fucking revolution like the revolution. Part of it was planned here, yeah. you know. You think what you will about Freemasons and the forefathers and shit, but they tapped into the energy of this town right. and 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 did some some stuff, man. There's something. Yeah, they
2: did some weird shit. That's
0: <laughs> for sure. They did some weird shit. <laughs> or I just took a bunch of LSD and it's all coincidence. <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs>
1: coincidence or magic? Well, you be impossible. the judge. It's facts though, man. It's facts. Yep.
0: So. so how do we do it, guys? How do we change the world? Well, first of all, we got to change ourselves. Big facts.
2: Oh yeah, I was uh was watching a podcast today and uh can't remember one of the, the dude was a soldier though, and uh he was like every day we can make the world just a little bit better. Like and that's up to every one of us like it's not it's got to be a collective effort because not one person ain't going to change the world like it's it's right. a good th- then one person can spark the thought mm-hmm. to change the world but it takes mm-hmm. everyone here to go along right. and change everything so it's like you just close to that tupac quote bro you yeah was that's where i got it from. So i was like that's where i got it like from word, shout bro. out the greatest yeah. Fucking that, that's exactly where I got it from. Cause Facts. Tupac said he'd spark the mind to change the world. He's that. like,
0: yeah, you sent me that KRS one video yesterday, yo, man. KRS1 is the um, shit. man. If you want, I'll send that to you too, me. I posted it on my Facebook, but man, that was, it was really deep, man. That's mm-hmm. a deep cat. I did not realize right. how, um, some of the concepts that he was talking about and dropping, man, were really powerful, but yeah, uh, people need to wake up to themselves realize their own potential i keep telling people you know we talked about everyone that supports us and all the crazy motherfuckers that you know people we don't know support us it's like i post on facebook support yourself and believe in yourself more than you believe in me fuck me yeah who gives a fuck about me right. i'm just some guy who likes to tell jokes and play with my dog and do drugs oh i'm gosh. not that special believe in yourself and then, once you've done that, forget who the fuck told you to do it, because I didn't tell you nothing you didn't know. It was already yeah. within. I just reminded you, and that doesn't right. make me special.
1: You would spark
0: Yeah, but sp- spark each other. Uh, those people influence me just as much as I influence them, man right. mm-hmm. who are y'all's influences? What, what are some of your broader influences that everyone would know I named my favorite comedians? what are some of your local influences? Um, you want to go first, Mike uh... You just talked about Tupac a second ago. That's why well, I went to you.
2: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. T- T- I think that's a stereotypical For rap rappers. thing there. Like, anybody that... And it,
0: but you consider yourself Tupac, a poet. You, you, yeah, yeah. You, and, you tell me all the time. And,
2: that, and that's one of the things that made me fall in love with Tupac's music. Because, I mean, there's, of course, there's all the gangster shit and shit that came with it. But it's just like, that dude was a fucking poet. Mm-hmm. and he wrote if you you can go look up his old poems just his raw you don't gotta hear him on beat or nothing man yeah and he was just a fucking genius mm-hmm. and like uh, jesus him fucking wu-tang man fucking yeah. like you can't even have hip-hop without wu-tang <laughs> fucking oh god of course eminem too. um big crit man big Krip, big crit is my favorite living artist
0: we talk about him pretty often i feel yeah. like he's one of the most slept on yeah current yeah artists he, right he's,
2: now. he's been the most underrated rapper since all time when he is really one of the greatest but it's it's also has a lot to do with like if you listen to his music yeah he does have a lot of just like that normal party do whatever shine and shit. but he also has a lot of consciousness
3: mm-hmm.
2: like he he speaks from his heart and he's a poet and he's consciousness. yeah and it's and it's and it's he's out of that like mainstream loop fully too because he just dropped like i think it was two years ago now or a year ago last year one of the two he dropped from all industry labels and he's putting it all out himself now so it's like he's completely himself and both the albums he's put out or three albums i believe one album two mixtapes i think have been fired shit yeah.
0: and but, it's um, it's i think that's because he takes the the money bag philosophy he bets on himself yeah. you know what i mean all um, day i'm not gonna sell myself short because i know what my worth is right i'm not changing these two songs for you diddy because now i'm a french <laughs> montana and, right. I'm a, and um i can't listen to shit like that you know what i mean right how yeah. about you Mitri, uh, or actually sorry I'm mike what like are some you. of your <laughs> other influences uh outside of rap when it comes to music and outside of music what are some of your local oh, influences geez.
2: uh locally
0: you ever heard of this band called pink floyd man they're pretty good i yeah, think you yeah. might like them
2: yeah i do a lot uh Pink is great they're probably one of my biggest musical influences ever um poets man yeah Poets in their fucking weird as shit. <laughs> but uh and they got a, a beautiful message in a lot of their yeah. stuff.
0: Eric, play echoes for us real quick. Let's listen to Echoes. You can't do that. We'll
2: get him off the air. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, but um, yeah, Pink Floyd. And I and that too, man, I listen to like I can't even just isolate my influences in one category. Like, I listen to literally almost every music you can think of. There's not many genres. That I can't go into and at least vibe with something yep. and that <clears throat> and that's what I like about like going back to big crit, he one of my favorite lines of his is uh it's some have driven or some have seen the signs, but I've driven through them if you don't if the music doesn't touch my soul, I can't listen to them, and it's like there's so many different songs that you can tell when an artist is pouring their heart out on a track you know what i mean and that that or not even so much porn but when they're just super into what they're doing and that's what i normally read if you can make my hair stand up on my neck i'm probably gonna fuck with you yeah like you
0: have that song about depression um you have it on youtube don't you yeah i got a i got a bunch of tracks on youtube uh but a few music videos and shit and What's that? What, that one song particular—the song you have about depression—is really good. I've seen you perform it live and stuff too, and it comes from a real place. Yeah, um, that's Mike Willis' "Depression." If
2: you want to go look that up on YouTube, yeah. it'll take you to my my YouTube channel, and you can uh,
0: subscribe like and hit that subscribe hit button. That bell. What about locally? Was I named physical places? We talked about the Sun Wheel. Uh,
2: local influences. Uh that was kind of hard, man. Like, I don't I don't want to sound like conceited or anything. But as far as like my music goes, I feel like I'm only influenced by a certain few people. And it's like the like I said, the people that make my hair stand up on my neck. Like, I love that. And then just people with people that got the drive, like people like you that are out doing your shit. And people like you that are doing your own shit, like anybody that's doing that. That is a good influence on me because it makes me get off my ass and not sleep on myself because right. it's like you're not sleeping on yourself yep so why am i sleeping on myself right now like because i know i got talent like
0: yep and we have to surround ourselves with each other too um with like-minded individuals right. and i think that's what other people out there that well that too
2: people- and you need to go out and talk to people that ain't like you yep that's more important than finding your like-minded friends yep. is you gotta bounce you gotta we can't all just be one one track and stay in our little groups because we all think the same and right. share the same view that's not how like anything
0: progresses you gotta, you gotta get out of your comfort zone yeah
2: you gotta go out of your comfort zone and talk to people you normally wouldn't even talk to fucking anything man like fuck around change your
3: life yeah, yeah I heard it. you're
2: 100% right you can man. mean you can, you can have people your whole life be with you the whole time, ain't done shit for you, and then you need that one person to change your life forever.
0: Facts. Yep. Right. yep. Uh, inserting myself in the situations that I never normally did is how I met you. You know, I, I didn't, I was never into like the rave scene and shit like that, but meeting Andy through Tony B and Chubb is what led me to meeting you. And now we're, we're one of my best fucking friends. Actually related to this motherfucker. Yeah, that was a weird happening there. We were both on a mountain, and we may
2: or may have not taken drugs. And we're standing by this fire, and like it's a full moon, right? And my my other energy. cousin, yeah, energy, <laughs> energy. My other cousin Billy. That I'm it was weird because if I wouldn't have invited these two specific people to come up there with me, because I was performing at a little festival thing. And, like, if I wouldn't have invited both of those two people up there, we would have never realized that we're family. Mm-hmm. So it was just That's like nice, a, it yeah, was yeah, such it a weird happening. So man. Weird. And right. we had only known each other for, like, what, four months? Yeah, I've been At only known a couple months. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Maybe five months. I don't even know. <laughs> but it was just
0: weird. <laughs> you're right, though. And
2: yo. that time, it wasn't the LSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Divine
0: intervention. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Providence. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely meet certain people everybody for a reason everything happened I, i'm a believer in that man because i can go back in my life and pinpoint shit that at the time i perceived as bad but actually led to a lot of fucking cool things man. and a lot of good things and made me who i am now um so yeah i think you're right it's the people that you wouldn't normally talk to it'll change your fucking life yeah. who are some of your influences when it comes to you're a painter so i feel like you can take there's so many influences that go into that. So it's many, not just bro. paint,
1: it's listen to music. Uh. Right. Um, I would say one of my main influences was Bob Ross, bro. Really? Like Literally. I would watch Bob Ross all day as a kid. It's wholesome would, as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it, it was, just, like, yo? was like therapeutic. I was like, I'm not mad. I don't want to go beat my, I don't want to go fight my little brother. Right. I hey. go destroy something. You know what I'm saying? So i um, just watching Bob Ross on PBS. I was like, yo, people create, they create dope stuff. And you can be whoever you want doing that. So he was—he was, he was kind of like my first influence as far as being creative. Right. Um, and um, I don't know, man. Just a, a, as far as music, like I really loved Kid Cudi. But fuck
0: yeah, me fuck too, man. Pusha Kudi
1: T's did. attitude, bro. Pusha <laughs> T's such an aggressive rapper, yeah. and that's my approach to my artwork. Like buy my shit, bro. Right. 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 How you doing? Hey, this is who I am.
0: So it's kind of applying that. Uh cocaine dealer mentality to exactly it's, it's applying that hustle to your craft
1: um i have no idea the schematics of drug dealing but i right. would say you know i, would, but, I took that idea and brought it to my artwork yeah, Not knowing, i
0: wasn't saying that you did right uh I feel like people will think that I'm stereotyping you. No, that was a Pusha T reference. <laughs> was it? Oh, Yeah,
2: Pusha T definitely Trouble. has talked about a lot of drugs. <laughs> a lot of drugs.
0: Um, I, love.
2: No, yeah, I, <laughs> I love Pusha T,
1: too. I do shout too. out Virginia. Shout yeah, out man, Virginia, shout out, exactly. exactly. And, and being as though he's from Virginia, that's kind of mm-hmm. one of the reasons that made me like him as an artist. Um,
0: we uh, should study other artists from virginia there's a lot of good comedians from virginia from this ari shafir i'm sure you know that's on joe mm-hmm. rogan all the times from the the dmv area there's a lot of good comedians mm-hmm. a lot of uh rappers musicians and stuff i don't know how much you like timbaland and Missy Elliott, right. but you do have push t pharrell pharrell yeah right. it, i mean come on dude what what better uh uh template to have as far as a hustle and uh I am the money bag mentality than fucking Pharrell. Yeah,
2: ain't Trey, Trey songs from Virginia? Trey Songz, Chris
1: Brown, Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah. He's from Portsmouth. Yep. Europe. Yeah. Tapanic. Fuck. Like we got AI. Like we got yeah. a, we got yep. some titans, 900%. bro. Yeah. We got some
0: titans. Um, even though he's kind of polarized in the media right now, Michael Facts. Vick. Facts. I like Facts. how you knew what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's coming, <laughs> dude. I fucking like love Michael Vick growing up because I was a football fan. Um,
2: I, I there is the- no denying he is the regardless of anything that man has done he is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever live so one of the greatest athletes, and and i respect the fuck out of that so yeah
0: um i don't agree with dog fighting i don't think anybody really i I don't think a lot of people do and i think a lot of what the media has done is try to spin this as a race thing and it's just a a more polarizing issue and it's uh don't don't let that shit fucking happen
1: it's kind of embarrassing for real man just to like see that that type of stuff happen immediately you know yeah, like i all... didn't even notice i just looked on facebook one day and was like damn when did the world divide over big right i'm
3: just saying i'm just saying those dogs they had beef beforehand he was just in the wrong place <laughs> at the wrong time
0: damn. Damn. we needed that <laughs> A little comic relief from eric <laughs> Eric's views do not uh, <laughs> reflect the views of the rest well, of Well, <laughs> do they reflect my, my views don't mean anything. <laughs> I'm a silent partner. Um, I don't know. I, so I, I feel like we can't let the media polarize us as much as they'd like you to think that we're polarized. A big right. part of what I'm trying to do with my comedy and my travels and shit is go meet people and kind of document the fact that we're different. Justin Tasson, a person who's in this not a Facebook group, he's he's a soldier in the U.S. Army. He's one of my biggest fucking supporters. Um, Him and I are so different in so many fucking ways, but still we get along in such uh, an authentic, meaningful manner that people wouldn't typically like you to think that a hippie and a soldier can get along in that way right um and you know so he pointed out to me too earlier today that you know not not all cops are bad there's there's a lot of bad training and tactics and shit that goes into um at a certain extent we do need some sort of police like we can't have motherfuckers out here murdering each other and shit but uh, they definitely go about their shit the wrong way right Uh, and the media when it happens, they like to push that in your face because they want to play on your emotions and they want to polarize us because it's divide and conquer.
1: Because
0: right. the more that we don't work together- The easier
1: the, it is to control Though
0: Exactly, exactly. I think that's something we need to work on as a society too.
2: That too, that I think one thing we need as a, a whole society, we need to start taking opinions from people in the middle more than the extremes on both sides because yes. yeah. like all they want to give you is like they'll give you the most extreme crazy shit that's going on over here and the most extreme crazy shit that's going on over here and then like there's this giant truck in the middle where we're all like y'all are all crazy <laughs> like, like you know what i mean just focus i don't know
1: it's crazy man it's crazy because like moderation
0: it needs to be moderation you're right. is what you're, you're saying. Right.
2: You're right. But that shock value sells like a motherfucker. Rhetoric and shock <laughs> value. No, 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 every time you click on any of those articles with that clickbaity headline, and them motherfuckers got paid just for you going there. Definitely. And they also yeah. might have got your information when you got there. So they <laughs> spread that around Google. We all know how that works by now. They spread it around Google, and then they start throwing every clickbait thing that you might click on
0: right in your face. Yep. And then you wonder why you're pissed off all the time. Yep, yep. Because it's, it's tuned into you. Mm-hmm. And the more that you don't open yourself up to people that will change your life, the more you live in an echo chamber and the more yeah. that you won't see outside facts the more cognitive dissonance that creates to where you're just like nope nothing outside of what i think is true and i will not accept any new information that goes against what i'm thinking
1: it's almost like an organism itself man it's almost like Mm -hmm. social media or our phones period you know what i'm saying they can they have the power to change our opinions which is nuts yeah Yeah. before before you can change my opinion a real person i could look at my phone and and literally be like oh shit What?" what That's absurd, bro. That's absurd. But that's literally where we at right now. hmm It's sad. It's, it's scary. It's, it's
0: scary. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think it's important for us to get out of our phones and talk to each other. And if you are going to use your phone, use social media. Use it. Don't let it use you. And use it for good. Use it to show shit like this. You know what I mean? Use it to show that uh, uh, not everybody is so different. You know, If you're yeah. going to post on Facebook, let it be a video of a fucking Muslim and a Jewish guy. <laughs> take a bong hits right. or whatever the case may be, you know what I mean. Right. Um, I feel like I cut you off a little bit though. I mean, when you, we were talking about some of your influences, but we got
1: on a good like we got a good run though. Bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah, been good time. a good. We've run. been going over an hour now. No I don't worries. know if you guys know that. No, nah, I'm not running. paying attention.
0: Yep. Um, I don't know if you have to, anywhere to be. We still got no, another nah. 40 minutes uh, that we can go before he has to start getting ready for the next show.
1: Okay, uh, better, I think where I left off was um, like talking my about main pushing team. Team. on like a big scale. So um i don't know ben is a creator i'm just transparent so a lot of things influence me um a lot of things what do you mean by that transparent um i, I like to be a vessel man i'm a creator so okay. a lot of okay. what i do okay. i have to like i can't just close my eyes and create which is great and it's fun but i have to be transparent i have to take in energy to put energy on the canvas yeah. so i take my my influence from a lot of things man a lot of things like i can watch cartoons and be like i just i like i I saw a color scheme in the animaniacs that made me want to paint a picture that has nothing to do with animaniacs but because i saw red green and blue on the side of a yellow mountain it made me think of something that i wanted to create so i just try to be uh, like really transparent okay i like that
0: and i think a lot like that too when i'm creating that i'm it's beyond me at a certain point. I'm just a conduit. Because where does thought come from anyway?
1: That's bro, the word, I, I, bro.
0: I'm just. This is something the universe wanted to do. I'm just a flower growing. You know. This, You'll be surprised at what happens when you tap in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Joey Diaz, one of my favorite comedians, always says, "Once the universe knows you're in, it's in, bro." And it's mm-hmm. so true, you know. And when you when you can that start to realize
2: things in that podcast that KRS-One was talking about at, towards the end of that podcast is one of the things he was talking can you, about. People, <laughs> is that better <laughs> um
0: n- n- no but you're right it was the his I I hate calling it God because uh, I feel like Christianity has tainted that word but yeah. it's definitely it's um Jeez. it's it's be universe act universe you know uh, um and when you realize that we're all a conduit it's treat each other that fucking way dude
1: <laughs> exactly bro exactly man <laughs>
0: remain conscious of you're it right. you know um but shit if we don't know where thought comes from then where does hate come from where does thought like that come from you know there's a certain something that we're taught and memories that cause our influence um so that's gotta be cause of hate and evil and bad things you know as much as like to look through the world through rose-colored glasses that's a fucked up as well there are energy vampires out there that um they don't give a fuck about you or your existence um so you gotta watch out for that. You can't, you can't just believe in everybody. You know, we can't just live like you say on good vibes. Yeah, you all, can't do it all the time. Like it in a perfect
2: world, yeah, we w- yeah. we would all be just vibing out, loving each other and shit. But that's just not. That's not where we're at. Where we're at yeah, and you're crazy to think that. Not not. I don't say you're crazy, but you just gotta be real with where we exist. Like we're all fucked into this crazy madhouse. Right. You know. So it's like. To be real with that you can't just because then you you go through with this blind eye to everything that's really happening around you yep and then kind once of. you get to the real shit then you find it that one day you find that shit that you tried to block out of your
1: existence Bro. and then you Fox, have a whole lot of trouble sitting there like i'm butt-ass naked right? like, damn nope yep. facts energy man
0: i also think it um another thing that krs1 was talking about that i've been trying to carry with myself now is is we can't keep laying the blame on outside sources and shit too it's um it's it's me and it's uh i let this affect me in this way it's not other people are doing cocaine and and that bothers me and what the fuck ever it's i let it i let it bother me right you know what i mean um I think some of that comes back to our ego and arrogance and shit too. And, and, and we want to think that we have all the answers. We know everything that's right. Mm-hmm. When um, really, I don't know shit.
1: Yeah, a lot of people um, don't even understand those concepts. Like, yeah. A lot of people don't know that they're dealing with their own ego. Yeah. Right.
0: Yep, exactly. Right. Um, it, it's all a matter of perception too, man. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's only the way that it is because I perceive it that way. Once the doors of perception are cleansed, things will appear to man as they truly are. Right. Infinite. You know we're all fucking one it's 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 an infinite thing it's the infinite source it's the all source man this went from uh talking about fredericksburg
1: but it just came full circle because like that's basically what i left off at like i'm I'm a conduit bro i'm literally a conduit. and mm-hmm. that's that's what gives me a lot of energy to create on on like a bigger scale so i mean i literally go throughout my day being very observant um i heard you earlier say that you do a lot of meditating that's kind of what started me on mm-hmm getting back to wanting to be a creator because i thought i was going to the league bro i got a growth spurt like my 11th grade year i was dunking at like five nine so i was like "Yeah, i'm going to the league practice every day got my left hand just as good as my right hand and um went to college and everyone had their left hand and their right hand everyone right. Dunk at five eight. right so
0: um but that's something you got to remember when you're painting and you're working on your paint too is is you aren't the only one working
1: bro exactly and that's that's kind of the whole money bag thing because it's mm-hmm. like um It's a couple of y'all Fredericksburg artists that are better than me. But are you better than me? Yeah. Are you better than me?
0: Right. No. Because nobody's better at being you than you. Right. You know? There are comedians in town that I think are just as talented or more talented. But nobody's better than me. Right. Because it's, I'm doing what I'm doing. You're the money You're doing what you're doing. Yeah. You're the money bag. I really like that philosophy, man. I hope a lot of people carry that. I, right, that's the sentiment I want people to take from this podcast. And I was going into it thinking it was going to be something else, but that you're the money bag shit, man. That's, Yo, that's shout out real. to E,
1: man. Shout out to E. Shout out to Evan Pew, man. Yeah, bet on
0: yourself. Bet on your fucking oh. self. You, you got to pay to play.
1: And to
2: like oldest oh, saying in the book: scared money don't, don't make, make no money. Money, yeah. yeah. Closed
0: mouth don't get fed. Yo, Hell yeah. 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 you're
2: gonna win some, you're gonna fucking lose some. but if you don't even try you're gonna be stuck doing that yeah. same monotonous shit you always
0: do and, and if you feel like there isn't opportunities for you Jump. create one yes yeah. get out there and create one because yes. nobody else is at a certain point nobody's gonna do it for you right you mm-hmm. know create an opportunity now once you've done that well now you're hosting events and shit now yeah. you got people from exactly. dc that want you to come up and do exactly. stuff exactly mm-hmm. oh shit he's doing stuff that's what he's about it, it.
1: And it's all about being a leader as well, because yes. once you become a conduit, you realize that you're the type of energy that helps that person that was just like you that didn't know how to start. You can help that person, right. so right. you got to be that person. It's
0: lead by example, too, man. Right. Um, and just because I think I'm a conduit for the universe, what the fuck ever, doesn't make me better than anybody else exactly. that, that, you know, doesn't feel that way. I, I think that, but that doesn't make it true. <laughs> Right, you no, know I'm better okay. than you. I have, I have a suit at home.
1: <laughs> Shout out, Chloe Four Hands. It's a dicky suit, all right. <laughs> Fucking God. <laughs>
0: don't lie to the people. I've been to court too, Mike. <laughs> I won't. Hey, that's just fancy, man. <laughs> I like to imagine that your suit even has like a Nirvana logo on it. <laughs> yeah. It's got a Wu Tang lapel or something.
1: <laughs> yo, did you watch the Wu series? Yeah, nah, man, I don't. Man, have this shit was alright, yo. The, the, the one jump. on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. it was alright. I've like, heard about it.
0: Andy showed it to me. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, maybe love the Wu all over again, bro. Fuck yeah. Fucking love Wu. Yeah, heard it. All of them.
0: Oh man. Um, I don't know. I've tried to show them to you a couple times. I don't know how much you like them, but Flatbush Zombies and Beast Coast and um A. S. A. P. Mob and those guys—they're trying so to kind of do ass. some of the same Joey Badass. They're trying to do some of the same shit. Joey Badass was actually in the Wu Tang shit. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. So um random shout out to east Coast. <laughs> Hopefully they shout me out on their. Right. <laughs> <names>. <laughs> hey man, Scott's down in front with all your acid needs.
1: <laughs> I can't. I will not. <laughs> that's for me. I was about to say A. S. A. P. Rocky's an acid L. S. Defense. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They're avid. Um well you know, a
2: lot of motherfuckers are they're just afraid to fucking say it yeah yeah a lot Which of i people. get it
0: i get it but th- times are changing also at the same time i don't believe psychedelics are for everybody no right yo right not at, yo, all. Right. No, not at all. Um, right. do, do not we've seen bad uh happenings <laughs> from that is at
2: your own risk i, yeah. I did not condone your use yeah, yeah no
0: same say. here and like you know don't fucking man bill hicks had a joke it's like it's it's, it's one bad egg it was one guy that you know thought he could fly so he jumped off a fucking roof it's like you dummy if you thought you could fly <laughs> birds take off from the ground why didn't you just fly <laughs> so uh, hilarious. so yeah don't don't do shit like that you're not invincible also right. don't get behind the wheel of a motor vehicle i think yeah. those are the on important any rules. drugs on any drugs
1: like, we all sung the dare song at one point in time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We all sung the dare song <laughs> and we all let them down, my too. First rap yeah. lyrics, <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: good times, oh, yeah. that's funny, man.
1: But I'm, uh, um, I'm gonna jump back on subject real quick so we can get off of subject and yeah, just yeah. ramble. Yeah. yeah, cool, I love it. Um, so my local influences, bro, like it, it's crazy because um, I just randomly fell into a group of, of like minded people who had their own brands. Um, one day I was at an event. Forch. it was like a, a kid's um job fair and this random guy came up to me and was like Yo, i like what you're doing the whole buy my shit thing like it's cool i'm gonna contact you in a year and i was like yeah, okay guy bro hit me back in exactly 365 days and was like um i got an idea uh come meet with me bro literally lived right behind me it was crazy it was like one of those situations where it's like this is too good to be true uh-huh. but um basically the guy who helped me start vibes and Paint." Um, okay. He became my business partner. And oh, yeah. through that, we basically found people who had brands, real estate agent, um, someone who makes smoothies, um, uh, fitness. Uh, fitness. Um,
0: What's your buddy's name?
1: Kenneth Monsanto. Kenneth Monsanto. Kenneth Monsanto. My business partner. Okay. So um, we basically joined forces like the Power Rangers and made that big-ass Voltron thing. Right. Like, like me and him are basically the head. We're, the, we're basically the leaders of the group. And um, he's a fitness trainer. Um, the artist, We, like I said, we have a real estate agent. We have um, someone who makes body butters. And she's also a yoga teacher. And she's also a regular teacher at Stafford. Um, That's Stafford, what's... or North Stafford, sorry. Um, we also have a public speaker. Um, a friend of mine just started a smoothie business. And we have two more fitness trainers on the group. And everybody has a brand. So everybody knows what it takes to push your own yeah, personal right, brand. Right. Um, we basically just came together. We all post each other's stuff. Every time somebody has a gig, we're all there. So it's always seven more people at the event. Um, it's just kind of, we just built together. We kind of made a family out of everybody trying to create sovereignty. And right. Fuck yeah. it dude. literally just went from there. Yeah, that's awesome. So every time, like, I know if you guys go on Facebook at some point in time, you're going to see that at least five people posted the flyer that you made. And they're the same five people or seven people that posted every time just because that's our that's what we do that's true. So, one of them are on the podcast that thing is getting posted immediately from me that so,
0: and that's how we have to work together we have to find exactly. that, that's the creator's covenant that i was trying to talk about you know um i tell you anytime you're having a show let me know i'll unsaturate my page let me know i post a lot of bullshit, but when it comes to stuff like that i'll go back and delete posts that weren't original thoughts so my timeline isn't as saturated and so that more people can see what y'all are doing so right. send me that shit. um that's another reason why i wanted to have this podcast is um, to try and combine forces
2: by the way if you ain't doing anything on motherfucking saturday fucking i'm opening up for big schmo at groove music hall right at the thornburg exit off 95 man it's gonna be a dope show <laughs> Everybody come out. Shout out to J D Roberts too. Uh, yeah, JD, there. I think JD's gonna be there and I heard Dan was telling me that uh Zi, Zi is gonna be there too. Okay. So I haven't talked to Zai or nothing. So if I miss speaking, Zai, and you're hearing this, let me know. <laughs> but I heard you were gonna
0: be there too. So uh I've got some things in the fire with Dan myself that I'm working on. It's a little yeah. top secret. Um but that that's another thing, you know. I've been thinking about going up there and working with him. Uh Dan is the guy who who's running like um the promotions. yeah he's stuff. running promotions and marketing okay. and stuff at the Got racetrack you. and he's actually the one um groove isn't there anymore walker it's not groove anymore yeah jason isn't there anymore so no
2: no i meant like the groove.
0: yeah it's a groove musical okay yeah okay. but jason groove walker whatever um he's yeah, not he's there great. anymore so dan's the one booking shit uh i think i'm gonna have him on the podcast soon too to kind of talk about some of the same stuff that's somebody that would be good for us to pick his brain too because he's been working in this area in northern virginia doing marketing and promotions for as long as i can remember and he makes a a solid living at it and has a nice three-story house because of it um so it's not you know he's not bad at what he's doing Uh, i've been thinking about working with him kind of like you were doing with the um the wine and paint just to get my foot in the door on that kind of end of the business um, and understanding bookings and shit like that and getting an understanding of how much I'm worth.
1: Putting yourself in class.
0: Exactly, yeah. that way when I get out on the road and I'm by myself, I know how to how to navigate this. I know my worth. I am my own business owner. I, I could probably pick your brain too a little bit there, Mitri,
1: you probably got some time. Yeah, I, definitely. definitely. I know enough to know that I don't know shit, man. I was Ticket. just thinking that same thought. <laughs> I, I
2: literally don't know nothing. And honestly, sometimes, Most of the time in my life, it's kind of like I'm just watching it all go. (laughs) Like, it's just like I know I set the things in motion, but then it got to a certain point where it was just like, all right, now this is happening. All (laughs)
0: right, we're doing this. All right, it's a little bit out of our control. That's 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 the conduit shit, man. That's the universe playing games with itself.
1: Exactly. I like to think that um, because we already had Basquiat, because we already had Da Vinci, because we had Picasso already. Like, I'm better than them already Dang. because that energy is already like inside of us Dang. it's already here okay so if i Let's study a, enough i can already be basquiat but i have to be myself who is your favorite painter my favorite painter of all time that's a good question bro that's a good question i, I i've never answered that question
0: really because you no asked hard. on
1: facebook the other day who our favorite painter was exactly because I, I, I was literally at like asking myself who is my favorite artist and i have never answered that question bro like i can i can say bob ross because that was my influence i watched right. him the most right. um and i forgot the other dude's name um, there was another guy that had like a ponytail i forgot what the name of that shit. what pappy something pappy's art class or something but like <laughs> sounds rapey uh, <laughs> right it was whoa, definitely whoa. like edgy but um uncle
0: pappy's art class
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i have no idea man I, I don't have a favorite artist other than um ernie barnes Ernie Barnes is dope as hell, man. He made Sugar Shack, and that's the one at the end of Good Times with all the Black people dancing. Okay, okay. That may be my favorite artist. Now,
0: I could see that influence in your mural that you did the other day. I definitely... And it's kind of got that... um, that Harlem Renaissance kind of feel, that jazz. I love jazz
1: music. That's my favorite genre. Go-Go and jazz music. bro. I listen to Coltrane when I write a lot. Go-Go and jazz music, my favorite genre. So everything with movement, percussion, sound, noise, people yelling in the microphones. It's my shit. It, like, it. Do you have people like that come
0: to the Vibes and Paint? Is, is there lo- Local jazz artists, if there's any local jazz artists, right. hit up Meech or I, or, or Mike, yeah. or fucking Tony B. Because Tony B's got together. that Moonlight Dream song that we started off with, that saxophone and shit. I'm hmm. sure he could use somebody that... Come on.
1: It's crazy because it's, it's a huge culture in like D.C., Richmond, Atlanta, with stuff like that. Right. And it's, we have people here, it's just not cultivated, yes. Yep. Yeah.
0: I even yeah. think the rec center is looking for somebody to to play jazz and do a jazz night. Right. Man, I would love for it to be what? a jazz club, man. I want somebody club, to man. just That'd come out here and so fuck up the jazz that.
1: flute or some shit, man. Like, pull out the trumpet or something, don't just wild okay. out. Yeah, bro.
0: We got to work on this. We got to find the right, there's, <laughs> there's somebody around here. Bro, it's
1: somebody literally just sitting on the couch like, why don't nobody want me to play my tuba? Yeah, right. exactly. Got that a little pump. Yo. <laughs> exactly
0: well that's the point of this podcast to (laughs) fucking come together and inspire some people man so um what can the three of uh, sorry before I ask this question one of my favorite spots for art downtown I feel is Fredericksburg itself has an essence and energy that we talked about that I just feel is an influence in itself there's something here there's something in the air you know um <laughs> I could feel it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a, a local artist that tapped into that and had really nice fucking spot to paint was Mr. Gary Melcher. Have you ever been over there?
1: no I haven't. But I pass that shit all the time.
0: It looks right over the Rappahannock River, man. And he's got like um, he's got like this little gazebo it's not a it's just a very small room that's built out on the edge of his property that looks down the hill at the rappahannock river right and like that's where he would go and sit and paint it's just a space big enough to have a fucking you know your easel right and a stool and a little bit of elbow room right that's all you need and he would sit there and, and
1: look over the river and paint It's ridiculous i haven't been there yet
0: check it out i,
1: I, I am it's right I off am. 17. Yep. I mean, I, I literally live behind um, the Exxon with those new developments and everything. Yeah. Okay. I pass it all the time. It's absurd okay. that I haven't been there yet.
0: Yeah, check it out, man.
1: Yeah. That is absurd.
0: You're a local artist, man. It's <laughs> fucking absurd. Yeah, bro. <laughs>
2: That'd
0: but be you
1: like,
2: know how
0: it is, man, The fucking grind.
2: Sometimes you just don't feel like stopping regardless bro. of how much you
3: should. <laughs>
0: you know, another a local... We, we have some local people who have made it out of this town. Um, Danny McBride. I was just about to say Dan that. McBride is very well-known uh, comedic actor.
1: Not to cut you, bro, do, do y'all know um, Orlando Bloom lives in Fredericksburg? Really? Orlando Bloom lives in Fredericksburg. He literally said, like, I think on Twitter, he was like, yo, I will go to the Giant and people will walk right past me. They'll they'll hand me my groceries and be like, hey, regular-ass person that lives in Fredericksburg, because we he bought that shit, huh. and he said he loves it here. Like, That's he crazy. literally gonna, loves it here. Huh.
2: That's weird. <laughs> I'm gonna find him. Um, gonna right? do <laughs> don't move away now (laughs) there was always
0: a redskins fan rumor that joe gibbs had a house out in fawn lake yeah he He definitely did he did yeah i've
2: done a lot of work out in fawn lake i have another another good rumor that i can confirm is steven seagal has a fucking house in (laughs) fawn lake too
3: really steven seagal
2: yeah yeah you'd see that motherfucker walking around um (laughs) but then of course it's fawn lake it's a gated community right 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 you ain't getting in there unless you're supposed to be. So nobody goes stalk fucking Steven Seagal.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> He'll try to kick your head off anyway. <laughs> I don't Easily. know if we can now. <laughs> 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 Just thought about that South Park episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think about Steven Seagal. I think about the Onion movie. Have y'all ever seen that? <laughs> <laughs> Cockpuncher. Oh my god. Watch the Onion movie. Y'all know what the Onion is, right? No. The, the the um satire news site. Oh, the yeah, Onion. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yes. They, they yes. have a movie that's like satire news the whole time and uh. Hmm. They keep doing commercials throughout it for a movie that's coming out called Cock Puncher. And it's Steven Seagal <laughs> and he just punches people in the go. <laughs> <cup. laughs> it's self explanatory. <laughs> oh man.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Um another one and he's about to come back. Um go check. I don't know what date. Go check out Hard Times Four Mile Fork page if you want to know. Keller. Yeah. Keller, Keller Williams. Williams um, he's like how would you define his music, Mike?
2: Uh it's like
0: Bluegrassy, it's hippie festival music, like <laughs> funky
2: style. Like, kind of got that Grateful Dead vibe.
0: Yeah, uh, he's kind of got his own vibe. Yeah, he
2: definitely got his own vibe. But if you're trying to get me to put him in like a category, yeah, it's hard. It's like just a lot of acoustic stuff, right? The mountain music, jammy, yeah, mountain music. Yeah, got I, got I got to see him. uh I went to lock Festival two years ago, and he
0: was there. Put this mic closer, man. <laughs> man. Can't nobody hear you. Relax. I'm a it now, man. I've been up here the whole time. <laughs> With my <blues>. uh, <laughs> Fucking, uh,
2: but yeah, he's really dope, dude.
0: Yeah, um, it's just small examples of people that understood their own willpower and, and mm-hmm. understood that if they put in the work and committed that you can do what the fuck you want, man. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm you're a fucking money bag, yo. Money
0: bag, yeah. yo. You're the money bag. I like that. I'm It's gonna like carry I want to tell people me.
1: stop being a little bitch, but stop being scared is, you know, stop being the scared. more PC way, bro.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's also we should speak from a love space. Facts. I was talking about how Facts. I'm too zealous and passionate sometimes I feel like I come off as a dick. So if I'm like, stop being a little fucking bitch, then that's it's like, come on, man. You got this. Pat that's kind of back.
1: my that's kind of my role in um and some of my circles with friends and in my business because right. like i said i got that push it like that that, that motivator it, that that aggressive edge like you have to have it especially being exactly. you know, from a, a place of adversity you have yeah. to have some type of go get it yeah. and i agree with you sometimes i'm like yo shut your my ass up and go do it yeah, but yeah. it's we got to come from a place of love sometimes because sometimes we needed somebody to be like yo i'm gonna give you this hug but you need to tighten up man let's let's yeah. do it yeah. let's do it
0: you you can still tell people what they need to be told um there's a certain stern love that you can give people like you said give them that hug but also like tighten up right well that too and
2: like especially when you're doing something like you're doing or like i'm doing with music or something it's like i don't i'm down to work with whoever but if you're not running the same pace or faster than me like i ain't got time for you because that's If I waste time on somebody that doesn't have the same amount of drive as I do to actually get out there and put myself out there. And if you're not doing that exact same thing, I don't really, I can't really mess with you and it's not nothing personal. You could be a dope ass artist, but if you're not gonna, if you're not willing to step up and put that same amount of investment that I'm putting in, it's like I work, sometimes I work 50, 55 hours a week and then I come home and do shows like Two weeks ago, I did a show up in Richmond on a fucking Sunday. Mm-hmm. Didn't get out of that bitch until two o'clock in the morning. Had to be at work at six. Mm-hmm. It's like you gotta put in.
0: You,
2: you don't if if you want to do it, you gotta make the time and you gotta make it happen. You gotta go through those nights where you don't get no sleep, mm-hmm. and you gotta keep on going. And if you're not willing to move like that, then I just can't. It's nothing personal. I just mm-hmm. can't fuck with you because I'm I'm at this point I'm in it i'm yeah. i'm in it and yeah. i know which direction i'm going and if you're trying to go that direction with me and then branch off sometimes whatever you're trying to do i'll go as hard as you go but if you're not going to go as hard as i'm going I, I just
0: don't have time for it yep and that's how i've been getting too is i'm just want to surround myself with like-minded people man um and it's also realizing that sometimes you gotta say you have to sacrifice friends you don't have to lose friends but at least right. sacrifice time with you know it's it's I can't, we, we can't all just sit at home and paint and write jokes and do poetry every night of the week. There has to be a certain like camaraderie and go out and and Mm -hmm. have friends and have a social life and shit like that. I'm not saying stop living your life. Yeah, exactly. But there has to be a certain level of sacrifice to be like, well, I'm not going out this weekend or I'm not going out. I'll go out Friday, but I'm staying home Saturday and really work on your shit. Right. Watch other people's videos to see how they did it. Study uh, other comedians to understand how cadence and timing works. Write your poetry. Paint your pictures. Work on your craft. Try to surround yourself with other like-minded people. And for people like us, I think it's a matter of... I don't know how many other people we're going to find that are equally motivated right now that that are willing to go the same way that you're going. I think it has to be if you see someone that you think has potential and that you would want to work with, if they were going at the same rate that you're going, push them a little bit. Yeah. That's what we have to do. And that,
2: and that's what it's about. I'm, it's not like I'm just, I'm writing somebody off. It's, mm-hmm. it's just like with my, like my shows that I threw back in August and September It's like, I tried to make an opportunity that was one gonna prepare the other artists that were coming on. Not that, not that anybody's, fully ill-prepared but it's like there's a lot of things about this industry that you don't get right just showing up to open mics and stuff it's like once you once you start doing bigger shows you have to be able to bring a fan base yep if you cannot sell tickets to a show if you cannot sell yourself if you cannot sell the show as an entire show that you're a part of you're not gonna be able to go anywhere because once you get to somebody like say nappy roots I had I you have to sign a contract saying that you will make your ticket sales and if not you have to come up with the difference
1: facts really? so
2: you're putting your you have to be able to bring that fan base and it's like in those shows the tickets aren't cheap yeah the tickets are going to be like 20 blah 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 you know 20 fucking sometimes or even 30 bucks depending on what you're if you're selling general admission or whatever so it's like if you can't if you are an artist and you cannot sell just 10 tickets at 10 dollars right. a ticket then you're once it comes to doing something bigger you're gonna be stuck like what the fuck did i get myself into right because that you're 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 binded by contract now it's not like me just saying you get a slot and you got to sell these many tick this many tickets it's you've signed a contract now so you're not lot li- you're liable now for what they have given you yep. and you have to get their difference back to them you have to be profitable or a they won't want to work with you again if you're not a profitable person and then B I mean if you can't sell tickets
1: what do we need you for yeah what do we need you for because like
2: you're not bringing anybody to the show Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: especially when they have the show right especially if they already have the show
2: right and that was a another way i another way i tried to structure my my little shows like because if i if i put a venue together and put a show together for local artists i'll never charge anybody more than ten dollars to get in it because it's easier to get people to come out and stuff and it helps other artists that don't quite either have that fan base or are trying to get that fan base. It's, it makes it easier for them to get people to come to the shows and then you set it up. So where it's like, they have to meet a certain amount of ticket sales, but after they meet that anything they sell after that is their money in their pocket. So it like gives them that incentive. Like I want to sell tickets because a, I want people at my shows, I wanna sell tickets because I got the t- potential to make a legal hustle. Right. Because right. now I'm selling myself and these other artists around me. And that's another thing with artists. I get it. Like we are all fucking we all wanna eat. We all got egos and shit. But we gotta start promoting shows. We can't we can't promote ourselves. Yep, yep. You can't you can't promote like Just you. I mean, of course, yes. Sell yourself and your craft. But if you're going to be a part of an event, you have to fucking promote the event. Mm -hmm. It's not just about the singular person. It's like when I when I'm promoting for an event of a show, I I've selected artists to to come do. I'm promoting for all of you guys, Mm -hmm. and it's like you got to promote that. It's not. That's how we build as a, a a scene and keep it going well
0: even with zai who's yo he is fucking good if you haven't heard him yet go listen to zai young his he's really good but that's the only other person in town that I know of that I would put on the same level as you when it comes to this, and that that would make that your competition. But he is so you're you're so supportive of him and everything that he does. And
2: all
1: shout-outs all day. Like, yeah, yeah all it's out. it's both it's both it's ways. all love.
2: It's all love. And that another thing is me and I ain't really family, but we family too because his daughter is my my cousin, so we're kind of family just either way. But okay, that that to the side is fucking. He, He's he's a, a talented artist.
0: He really is, man. And
2: he writes good music that makes my hair stand up on my neck every time I he hear him rap. Cuss. Yeah, and he, he doesn't, doesn't cuss, really at, all. cuss I, at
3: all. At
2: right. all. Like I have that's probably my biggest drawback that I get. I know I get a lot of that criticism because I do cut I have a fucking cussing problem. Like <laughs> I just half the time I like I was listening to one of the, one of the songs of mine the other day and I was like, damn, I said motherfucker like five times in like one bar <laughs> but at the same right for me that's who I am like I, I can't help that it. it's not I don't mean to cuz all the time it's just how it comes out right especially if it's something I'm fucking passionate about like it's just it's just how it comes out and I can't change the way that
0: emotion came out so I just let it be but I feel like uh as a rapper though that's not it's easier to get away with as a comedian, yeah. sometimes people want you to do clean sets and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean. And the only
2: thing it's limiting is as, as far as like the main, the
0: mainstream of things right, goes. Right. But well, you're like not trying you to be said, on 993 the vibe anyway, are you?
2: No, no, hell no. Like you <laughs> said, it's the age of YouTube, bro. You don't, right. you don't need. We are in the age where the mainstream is dying. I mean, it's still yeah. there is still there and they're probably gonna like make some big power grab eventually and take it all away from us but we are at the we are at the age where independent artists can thrive man i know people all around all around the united states that are independent and they're out there making waves just doing it their own grind putting the investing in their own craft and fucking going state to state because that's another thing with it is like you can't stay in Fredericksburg and think you're gonna make it if you got to go out to DC's and Richmond's yes. and like, I've done mm-hmm. shows in Denver. Fuck, you got to, you yep. have
0: to get yep. yourself
2: out to other places so p- other people see you.
0: That's something I did right away. I mean, la- I've only been doing comedy a year and a half. I don't know how long you've been painting or how long you've been, how, how long you've been painting?
1: Professionally, probably about six years.
0: But painting is something you do since childhood. a kid, Yeah. Uh, how long you've been, you've been rapping? I mean, uh, poetry, something, same po- thing.
2: Poetry. Well, it didn't really turn into rap till about like ten years ago,
0: ish, mm-hmm.
2: which I'm thirty. But like I've always shit. I've I've had instruments since right. I was a kid, like thirteen. Right. Play guitar and stuff, and I've
0: always. So it's always been a passion. to Yeah, work.
2: it's just music in itself has always mm-hmm. been that passion for me because I, I just love any like any fat facet of it, like, cause cause you get that it.
1: That feeling, bro. Yeah, it's I mean, a feeling, it's, bro.
2: It's a it's a thing where people just like you you're expressing yourself and what you may be going through or what it it gives you that outlet that like because you know how it is i guess fucking it's hard to talk about the shit that's going on in your head all uh-huh. the time it's like you don't want to talk about that shit to everybody but when i'm venting it out to myself mm-hmm. or i'm writing whatever's going on out to myself and then i can give it to everybody so they know what I...
0: it's therapeutic yes yeah, it ther- is therapeutic as fuck it is and knowing that, I know one of your favorite things is is when somebody hits you back about a song. It's like, man, that I feel like you wrote that song about me. I, you yo, know, that, I feel like you're in my fucking head.
2: Yo, that that shit right there is the greatest payment that I could um, ever receive. Um, I had not to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, you're pull, good. Pull, pull was, your mic close for me. Got Sorry. You. Um, all right, so Joe.
1: I had a uh, I had an art show um a couple years ago, and um something about me is um I'm a avid lucid dreamer. i was flying right. in my dreams, all type of stuff for a long time. Yeah. i writing in the dream journal for years. So I it's something that I that. frequent, it's something that I I, that I that thrive to, yeah. to speak about. But um, so like one of the things I want to do is I want to be the greatest artist of our generation because I want to bring the bridge between our dreams or what we th- think and bring it into art. Um, mm. I literally had an older lady come to me at an art show and tell me that she dreamed about one of my paintings. And the painting wow. that I made was just like, it was one of those money bag paintings. I would just paint how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like I basically changed the colors of everything like of course the sky was blue but I made it purple water's mm-hmm. um blue but I made it green and it right. was kind of it was just weird and abstract and the lady was like I, I've been there before and I was like oh bullshit, lady right. I painted this off the top of my dome she was like I promise you I've seen that in my dreams and that was that was like a, a right. pat on the back because that's what I want to do I want to yeah. like I, I swear at some point in time I'm going to paint things that I'm out of control of and people are going to be like yo that that's a connection somewhere they're going to connect mm-hmm. but um that's powerful, man. Yeah, man. Like, I I love dreams. I love dreams. Like, I do too. Controlling my dreams since Except I bro. scary ones are scary. I right. have
2: some right. weird dreams.
1: And man. even those ones, it's, yeah. it's kind of like, um, what you going to do? Right. Yeah. What you going to do? Cause, and then
0: it's understanding we'll, or trying to analyze why you had that dream. Yeah. Right.
1: It's almost like a trip. Yeah. Mm, I mean, exactly. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I, would, know, I wouldn't think that you would. At all. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you had brought up a very, a very, uh, um, good topic. <laughs>
2: Pink Floyd. <laughs> we don't do asses. <laughs> so
1: you had up a very good topic about, um, like the age of YouTube that we're in. And <laughs> yeah, I have this theory that, um, so if you know anything about the Atlanteans, or if, even if you don't know, know anything, um, they would say that was the age where people could telepathically talk to each other. Yeah, right. Information right. was just abundant. You it, like it was it was there. It was just yeah. in the air, so to speak. It's the, um, it's, we're back. We're back right. in the air because of social media. Yeah. Because of cell phones, I don't have to say a word for the rest of my life, and I can communicate with everybody on the planet. Right. Right and we're kind of same with information bro like i can literally go on google or go to wikipedia or go to any encyclopedia any etymology dictionary and yep. i can find everything that's ever happened because we're back in the era again so it's not like i'm thinking what tk or ek is saying in his head but we're literally in the era type. i don't have to say anything to him to, for him to understand exactly what i'm right. saying how i'm feeling what's the next move i'm about to make so we're in a very 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 good era bro we're in the time to where it's time to change the world it's all about using it not letting it use you exactly like, exactly 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 um so we got
0: five minutes left um how do we do it guys how do, how do we change everything that we want to change around here well, one way well it's one small thing that that we can do either collectively or as individuals to help get more people into vibes and paint to see big smo to see you know my open mics and shit. um what can we do
2: Question
1: it right is there. hard, man. It is a hard question, bro. You know
0: I don't want to start doing promotional stunts, but <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> like a hot rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Really, like stuff like this helps. Bro.
2: All that promotional shit. Oh, I just talk to people, man. Yep. Yeah. Talk to grassroots. People. Right. Talk to people. That's one thing I hate about social media too. Is that I don't know if you guys have noticed it, but in person, people don't like talking.
1: They don't, yeah. they don't
2: like making eye contact no. yeah. and it's if it, it's kind of weirds me out because it's like yo i'm just i'm not trying to stand over here awkward it's like you want to have a conversation right. and they're just kind of like Oop.
0: well that's why i set up the podcast like, the way that i did is because right. i wanted to sit across from you guys right. and actually have a conversation look at you in your eyes because i feel like when you don't do that it takes away from the conversation yeah you know i'm not giving you my energy you exactly. know i'm not paying attention yeah you know um Turn your fucking phone off. Talk. Live now. You
2: ain't even gotta turn your phone off. Just pick your head up and put there's a bitch in your facts. pocket. Facts. facts. Yeah. Pull it out when you Make ain't got contract. shit no going on. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: moderation. I right. think. Man, I think there's a use for everything, mm-hmm. and there's an abuse. You know, and and when you can find moderation for things, that's when. I keep trying to just like, I got to cut out my phone completely. I got to cut out TV completely. I got to, even music. I love music, but it's it's like, all right, this has been too much of a stimulant. It's all I do. I just listen to music for hours on fucking end. And it's interrupting my actual thought process and fogging my fucking brain. And not only that, but I'm letting Spotify think for me. (laughs) Shuffle, go ahead. Do what you want. So I try to be more minimalistic about it and go, all right, I'm going to pick, I have two songs in the morning and two songs at night that I can listen to and I'm not gonna go to shuffle I'm gonna think of a fucking song Hmm. and play it and doing that has made it that much more special for me when I listen to music you know what I mean it's just that much more like oh this is my this is my music today right you know what I mean um moderation fucking moderation that's really good talk guys and I think there's still so much that we don't know about each other and shit so much more shit I could pick your brains about
2: Right, we, we can come back. Yeah, would oh, y'all sure. want to do this again <laughs>
0: as a group again, too? Yeah, yeah I, like down, I like this. Yeah. I like this, I think it's a good dynamic. And um, now that we have a better understanding of each other and people have a better understanding of us, too, we can come on with less of an agenda that, that I came in with, which was trying to talk about the Fredericksburg scene. Um, and we can just bullshit. Because I feel like there's a lot of times that there's a lot of things that uh, we can bullshit about, the three of us. <laughs> um, and I know that we're not going to agree on everything either, and I think that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we'll still all be friends, we'll still all be fellow humans. So we have to
1: show people that. We have to show people that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's so important to
1: show people. Uh-huh. Alright, so... Plug it. Plug it, Mitri. Social media events. You can find me on all social media platforms at Art by Meech. Um, Go ahead and type in www.arpamich.com or www.vibesandpaint.com to check out the brands. Um, yeah, shout out to my my leaders and my friends, man. Appreciate y'all. Any any shout outs you want to do specifically? Shout out to Kenneth Monsanto. Shout out to Marche Drummond. Shout out to Marissa Drummond. Shout out to Nev Ferguson. Shout out to Cena Monsanto. Shout out to Antoine Tyler. Shout out to yo the whole Fitness Authority, man. Shout out to everybody. That's love, man. That's fucking love. If I missed you, hit my DM. Yeah, right?
0: you. He's disrespecting you. That's fucked up. He forgot you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was you too. Oh, it was oh, on purpose. Mike.
1: Me. <laughs> social media. Um, uh,
0: oh, oh, also, your, your show. Tell people got. Oh about man, you, okay, yo, ugly
1: sweater party, man. Ugly sweater party, um, December twenty first. Ugly sweater, ugliest sweater wins. Cash money. Um, bring your own bottle too, man. It's <laughs> B-Y-O-B. B-Y-O-B. BYOB. You want to go to that? Oh, yeah. I think we yeah, might yeah, twenty first. Yeah. It's Andy's birthday party but that'll be going on i will right, give you all a stupid shout out like i'm gonna make everybody in the building turn around when y'all pull up oh yeah okay, I'm down. So but, 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 but that.
2: uh my instagram is uh mike willis underscore get em. um find me anywhere else just mike willis yeah it's either a picture of me smoking or a picture of me on stage so um my youtube if you're just looking for the youtube channel it's mike
0: willis man uh definitely subscribe to that hit the bell because when he puts out this song nightmare your motherfuckers are gonna wish that you heard it this is a good goddamn song hell
2: yeah and i'm gonna be dropping that on um facebook too so it'll be all across every platform and shit. and uh like i said saturday we're uh i'm opening for big schmo at group music hall dominion raceway it's right at the uh thornburg exit off 95. And that's what JD, too. JD's another yeah. really talented JD's guy from this gonna area. JD's going to be there. And is Z- Z- maybe. I'm, I, I still don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what that is. So. I think I heard Chappelle was going to be there, too. <laughs> maybe. But, uh, make, make sure you're there. <laughs> shout out my mom for telling me she was proud of me not long ago, which that shit fucking got my heart real good. That's true. But uh, shout out everybody, man. Everybody that's trying to help build the music community and just our arts and everything. Like, shout, can't, there's too many, man. Like, 17K yeah. Entertainment is great, man. They're doing great work, visuals and audio. Fucking shout-out Tef Wesley, um, Zy. Uh, man, there's too many rappers around too here big, to fucking, to just go right off the bat, and I'm shooting blanks because I'm a stoner. But you know I love all of you. If you. If you know me and you've done shows with me, you know I fuck with you, so fuck
1: you. It's as simple as that. You yeah. yeah. like know I love you. Uh,
0: for me, I think everybody that's watching this knows where to follow me on social media. This is not Scott uh, on Instagram. This is airing on my comedy page on Facebook right now. And it's,
2: it's, air- airing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's airing it's everywhere. <laughs> it's the
0: essence. Um, and then I have an ugly sweater contest at the recreation center uh, this Thursday, December 12th. Winner receives a free meal and a $10 gift card. So that's some, hey, hey, hey. It's right there on William Street, the Rec Center. Big shout out to Melissa and Keith Anderson, the owners of the Rec Center. Really cool people, man, the new owners. And if there's creators out there looking to make opportunities for yourself, like I said earlier, go talk to them because they're willing to work with you. They're creators too, they're in a band. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Atakis, um for letting us do comedy for as long as he has at, at all of our establishments uh zoom because without zoom i don't think i really would have met you and known right. you and shit um shout out to eric and fxbg radio for letting us yeah, do this yeah. and also the unprecedented shout out shout out to mark toller from 360 marketing mark thank you for letting me do my first podcast from your studio and with your equipment you helped us start this so fucking thank you dog shout out to mark yeah shout out to mark yeah, definitely and um i think we're done i think that's it enjoy the trip y'all Amen. fuck yeah been fun, fellas. It's been yeah. fun. It's been a good time. Tune back in, we'll do it again. Oh yeah. See you next
2: time. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs>